What is good, everyone, and welcome to the We Just Talk Wrestling Podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm here with Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. We have a loaded show for you guys today, but as always, we will break down the weekly shows, going over any stories from all the different promotions. We will be reacting to (laughs) WWE's Royal Rumble Premium Live Event. There you go, Kyle. Don't get us canceled. Plus the Dummy Yeah Moment of the Week. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WJTW19. And give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're using to listen to the show. Dylan, what caught your eye in wrestling this week? All right, Kyle. So WWE is now trying to backtrack on some of the poor decisions that they've made. (laughs) Um, Report is out is that... So, you know, they had Jeff Hardy drug tested, right, yes. for his release. A lot of people said he was um, intoxicated when he walked out of the match. Um, his test came back negative. He was not under the influence of anything. So, WWE says, hey, guy, uh, we're sorry. Do you want to come back to the company and then we can induct you in the Hall of Fame this year? And he's like, uh, nah, no thanks, not doing that. So, uh, Jeff Hardy turns down a Hall of Fame induction. And a return to the company, uh, basically due to how they kind of treated him on his way out. And they uh, very uh, nonchalantly kind of publicly shamed him on his way out, too. You know, th- th- this is a guy who's battled addiction problems in the past. And they're like, well, this is what happened. Well, and it really didn't. So, um, what are your thoughts about that? I mean, they they kind of deserve him not going back. You know what I mean? So, right. they, I mean, honestly, short and sweet, um, he shouldn't go back. I don't even think he should go to AEW, but ultimately that's where he's going to go. Um, And AEW, I got something to say about them a little later on. But Mm -hmm. uh, you you and I like Jeff Hardy, Dylan. We we love Jeff Hardy. So Mm -hmm. I just want to see him succeed. I don't really care where he goes. He's just not going to do that in WWE. So wherever he goes, I just want to see him do good things. And honestly, Dylan, I wouldn't even be against a impact return. So. I mean, he, he'd go to the top of the card in Impact, I think. And for those wondering, I believe Jeff's uh, 90-day no-compete clause expires March 9th. So, yeah, sometime in early March, uh, be on the lookout. Jeff Hardy will pop up somewhere, most likely AEW, but I'd like to see Impact. That'd be nice. Yeah, me too. Um, all right, Dylan. So, uh, this week, my story put a smile on my face. Oh, boy. So, according to Ringside News, and as you said last week, WWE is furious with NXT mm-hmm. 2.0. To further that story, WWE more than likely will completely change the brand's look and will be different around WrestleMania time. Mm. It is unclear if NXT 3.0 is what they will be <laughs> calling it. <laughs> but I have read some stories, Dylan, about the company putting some indie wrestlers on six-week contracts to see how they migrate into the WWE style. Without, <laughs> with all that being said, this is a happy day for me, Dylan. The <laughs> WWE Nickelodeon show could be coming to an end months after it starting, and they 100% deserve it. This is karma. This is karma for doing what you did Changing the best brand in wrestling, and man, am I happy. This almost brings a tear to my eye down. Um, <laughs> so they're, they're basically reverting back to 
what they were doing in the first place? No, no, no. So it's not going to be the old NXT, but it's not going to be NXT 2.0. Right. But remember, the whole point of changing is because they wanted to go away from the indie stars. They wanted to develop homegrown talent and stuff like that. But uh, bigger, stronger. But, so but they're so- not even. But they're not even committing to the. And this is just a test to see if in it, Dylan, there's no guarantee none of these guys will work. There's no guarantee mm-hmm. they're ever going to be on TV. This right. is just like put them in the uh, put them in the uh, I don't even know what they call it performance the performance center. center. Yeah, yeah, put them in there and you know just see how they do. So it makes sense and it really sounds like a Shawn Michaels or Triple H idea personally. But uh, SD 2.0 might be coming to an end. Early, yeah, as it get, should. We're going to get NXT 3.0, and mm-hmm. SpongeBob's going to be the special guest referee for half the matches. Could be. I don't know. Just it, 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 It's kind of funny, the whole, like, the, the backtracking that WWE does. Both of our stories are how, how they kind of, you know, backtrack, and well, we're not going to use indie stars. And it's like, eh, maybe we will. We'll see what happens. Like, come on. It's stupid. NXT 2.0 is just awful. <laughs> we do love LA Knight. We do yeah. love Carmelo who's, Hayes. Who's been appearing on dark matches, so he might be going to SmackDown soon from what I hear. Yeah, that's a death sentence. Um, we love Saray. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Saray, do you want to get on TV? Uh, Saray, you know, please. Anyway. Yeah, there's there's good parts of the show. We're not going to sit here and just shit well, on Well, no, there, there's not a lot of yeah. good parts. They're just good people in the yes. show. <laughs> there, are, there are, like, we love Carmelo Hayes. Toxic Attraction's a really fun faction. Um... Yeah, I'm I mean, not even against Braun Bricker. You don't even say his name right. <laughs> <laughs> Braun Bricker. Anyway, we got to move on. We could be on this all day. Oh, boy, Dylan. So, uh, EEW is next. <clears throat> all right, so let, let me move my chair here. All right, so uh, Dynamite started with a really good match as Sammy Guevara defeated Cody Rhodes for the TNT title in a bit of a shock. Um, yep. I really thought Cody was going to win, but mm-hmm. uh, now it leaves in there what Cody's going to do next. I assume he's going to sign the AEW contract very, very soon. We'll see. Free agent. Yeah, but he's, he's going <laughs> to breeze high. Anyway, uh, there were some really cool moves in this match. I love the, uh, the top rope cutter from uh, Sammy and the crossroads from, I guess, the middle part of the ladder. That was all really cool. So I, I, I did enjoy that match, but uh, the good parts about this come to an end. Uh, 2.0 lost again, Dylan. Um, I don't know mm. if you saw that, but mm-hmm. another shocker. Uh, 2.0 are losers. Um, <laughs> Dylan, CM yep. Punk, baby! Another a- one. 19 weeks in a row, CM Punk and MJF <laughs> had a promo battle announcing their match in Chicago next week. Mm-hmm. At this point, Dylan... For how long this has been going on, I don't care. I, I don't. I don't care about this match. I don't care to even watch it. They have completely ruined this by dragging on so long. And I, listen, I think Punk's going to win, and I don't care about it at all. But we'll 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 move on here. Uh, Rampage was eh. um, Jurassic Express did defeat the Private Party in a very good match to successfully defend their titles. Uh, Jake Cargill defeated uh, or defended her title against Julia Hart. I do like Julia Hart. I think she's yep. got some potential. As she retained, and to no one's surprise, Dylan, Anthony Bowens lost from mm-hmm. the acclaimed uh, to John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Nothing against John Moxley. 
I would have Anthony Mullins win this match. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, besides what we already know, AEW does not build stars. And don't tell me otherwise because they don't. Anyway, going back to Dynamite, Orange Cassidy oh, yeah. defeated oh, yeah. Adam Cole in Any a lights-out match. And in my honest opinion, this match sucked. This yep. was not good. That The finish about you know him hugging Adam Cole and then you know, going through cardboard and, you know, all this plastic. It, it didn't look good at all. And, it, dude, I had – it didn't do anything for me. Uh, we even saw the debut at Danhausen. Yes, sir. So he was uh, – Yes, sir. I guess attached to a chair as yes. I'm called. Uh, dragged it out. Uh-huh. Um, I admit he is very smart at attracting an audience mm-hmm. and being somewhat different. Mm-hmm. I could not care less about him. I don't oh care how good he is He does nothing for me. I don't oh. care to ever see him on my screen again. And this is going to be another guy that gets pushed more than Brian Cage and Jack Evans. Jack Evans is one of the best workers in the entire world, and he is not on TV. Mm-hmm. Brian Cage is one of the best big men, and he is not on TV. And Helico mm-hmm. is one of the best technical wrestlers in the world, not on TV. <laughs> what a terrible, terrible week for AEW. And honestly, if this called comes you know if it keeps going i don't even want to watch aw anymore oh, so that's my it. nuke St- your nuke <laughs> oh what a terrible week it. for that company uh first off th- th- they did a lot good the the uh tnt title match was an absolute banger um I and i'm not a i'm not a big cody rhodes guy and i love this match i thought he looked really good too um and i'm happy that sammy won i feel like that sent some shockwaves through the wrestling world. Cause I feel like everyone thought Cody was retaining. Um, I think it was a nice little like hint is like, Whoa, maybe Cody Rhodes goes to the Royal rumble now. No, I think it was like a nice little tease. I just, I, I hope this is leading towards, you know, AEW giving a little more faith in, uh, in Sammy Guevara and that he mm. is the guy or can be one of the guys moving forward. So maybe that's a nice little rub. I, I'm happy that Cody put him over. Um, the lights out match was overhyped. Did not deliver the way that it should have. No. Um, the last lights out match, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't it Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa? And it ruled. And that was a banger. So everyone was hyped up about this. Cause this was the first lights out match since that. And Moxley Omega was incredible. Moxley Omega was great. So this just doesn't – I don't understand. AEW kind of pulled fake heat out of nowhere. Yes. Between Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy. I, it doesn't the, – they don't have chemistry. No. No. And I love Adam Cole. I know you hate Orange Cassidy. I'm you not a fan. I'm not a um, fan of him at all, no. The only thing that got me excited about this match was seeing Dan Housen appear. And that's and – that's, in a way, not a good thing because you have Adam Cole in the ring and Orange Cassidy, who has a nice following. People love him. Um, and the fact that Dan Housen holding a chair was the most satisfying thing about it, it, it leaves a sour taste in my mouth because uh, I wanted more. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Dan Housen is all elite, baby. And that's all that matters. Very nice. Very evil. I love Dan Housen. Make him, make oh, him champ. I would, I'd be okay with not seeing him on my TV again. But, uh, but I, I don't know. I, I just, 
there wasn't a lot of good from AEW, and with that talent, Dylan, it should mm-hmm. it should be blowing WWE out of the water. But yeah. with AEW, with so many misfires, it just shows the comparison between the two, and there are a lot of similarities between the two. Yeah. So um, we're gonna go move on because uh, we could be here all day. So uh, well, don't one, more, you... one more. Oh, okay. Yeah, one more. One more point before I, before we move on is. I want to comment on AEW's lack of, I guess, time management would be the way that I describe it. They're going to give away MJF CM Punk on free TV because they started the feud too soon and you can't continue to build towards revolution because that's, what, a month and a half away or something like that? It's in March. And you're exactly right because the timing is – there's a lot of people on the internet that are like me, Dylan. They've lost interest. Yeah. Because it's just dragged. Well, they, they started this back at Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. the week of Thanksgiving. If you would have started the feud hypothetically now. around now, you can give yourself four or five weeks to build up, and that could be one of your selling points for your upcoming paper. And that is all you need. You don't yeah. need 19 promos. All you need is three bangers, and that's it. Because the thing is, is everyone wanted this match before it was ever teased. Mm-hmm. This was something that when Punk came back to wrestling, everyone's like, Oh, you got to put him with MJF. So this is a match that easily would have sold a pay-per-view. Now they're going to give it away on free TV for just because they, they fucked up. Yeah. And, you know, a, I, I love AEW only having four or five pay-per-views a year because it makes those events special. Yep. But, I mean, what? Are you going to do the rematch at Revolution? Like, I, I it doesn't yeah. hold the same. That, that first time ever meeting at a pay-per-view, that would have sold, sold it. Everyone would have th- bought it, I think. I think the, the the rematch and I think Punk wins Wednesday. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, that that's my prediction. But uh, Dylan, let's go to uh, the WWE news. Oh yeah, I'm stoked. <laughs> All right. So uh, on Monday Night Raw, uh, Kevin Owens challenged Damian Priest for the United States title. That match ended in disqualification after Priest would not um, adhere to the ref's five count. Um. So. Maybe something in the future with these two again. I feel like their matches have been pretty competitive, pretty good. And, you know, Owens involved in a title picture is never a bad thing. So we'll see what happens from here. Uh, RK Bro won a spelling bee over the Alpha Academy. Um, and then Randy Orton defeated Chad Gable in singles action. Of course he did. Um, Vince McMahon told Austin Theory backstage, hey, I want you to go finish off AJ Styles and bring me back a good selfie, brother. Um, so AJ Styles defeated Austin Theory in singles action. Um, and then Edge powerbombed uh, the Miz and Maurice's security guy uh, through a cake that was on a table. It was supposed to be a birthday celebration. Uh, Beth Phoenix and Edge crashed it, and Edge just beat the shit out of security guys and powerbombed them through a cake. Nice. That, was Monday, that was Monday Night Raw. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, let's move on to Friday Night SmackDown. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to start with a positive about SmackDown. So we got a really good promo between Rollins and Reigns. You just made a point about AEW, how you only need about four or five weeks. If it's something that fans would want to see, you don't need 19 promos in a row. Just give us four weeks to build. They've done this perfectly with Rollins and Reigns. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This has been a great build, a very passionate promo between the two. Reigns said that he hated Seth Rollins for breaking up the shield. Um, showing a little more emotion, not so much as a heel, uh, not, no. not being like an ass. He was just like, I hate you. I hate you for this. 
you ruined everything, blah, blah, exactly. blah. And then Rollins cackling and laughing about it. And it was a really fun promo between the two back and forth, building up towards the Royal Rumble. It shows that there can be emotion in wrestling as well. Yes, and it shows you don't need three and a half months to build a match that everyone's okay with seeing. All you the don't time. need the same promo 19 times. Like, like Punk MJF is a match that people wanted to see. Now they need, don't. We didn't need three months of a build. I know. Now that now they don't care about it. And look, like this is one of those instances where WWE did it right. They gave mm-hmm. us Rollins Reigns and four weeks to build it. Yep. It was there. It was it was great. Um Sasha Banks Day uh returned. Kyle, your favorite. <laughs> uh she did declare for the Royal Rumble. Naomi defeated Sonya Deville in singles action, and then Sonya Deville entered herself into the Royal Rumble match. Um, in hopes of ruining Naomi's WrestleMania hopes, basically. Uh, Nakamura and Rick Boogs defeated Jinder Mahal and Shanky in tag action. Little uh, little Jinder Mahal sighting. And finally, Big E and Kofi Kingston defeated Corbin and Riddick Moss in tag oh, action dude, as no, well. No, no, no. baby. After, after last night, I'm not saying his fucking name anymore. Hey, we're, we're going to get to that. Dylan Mike. Have a heart attack once we get to the men's uh, the men's match, but uh, was that WWE? Unfortunately, yeah. Okay, well let's move on. Uh, so Dylan, <laughs> let's go into the indie segment of the week. <clears throat> so this week we'll be highlighting Independence Pro Wrestling or IPW, based in Michigan, I believe. Have you heard of it? Uh, no. Uh, I feel like I have heard the name before. Actually, I think I've told you about it. Yeah, yeah, I think point. you've talked about it before. Um, I will be covering their Cold War event from last month. We had Karam defeat Anthony Katina with a spine buster. Davison Sarai successfully defended her IPW women's title over Juniper with a inverted crossface. Uh, Don Sanders defeated Storm Graham in singles action. Very, very good match. Um, Derek Wolf uh, did get his uh, Machina title machina title uh back but did lose the match by count out oh my god he'll be in heel uh to felix <laughs> moreau and commentary said felix lives in a dump it lives in a dumpster and can't keep his phone turned on i thought that was hilarious <laughs> um in the main event jack price faced tommy vendetta in a no dq match and this was awesome Vendetta is a big guy, so he slowed the pace down, kept Price in the corner. Smart storytelling, keeping him from using his speed. Price did come back, hitting a wicked knee strike into a middle rope flatliner combo. That ruled. Uh, Towards the end of the match, Vendetta brought a box of Legos to the ring and uh, spread them all over the middle of the canvas. Uh, Hit a reverse pile driver on Price onto the Legos for a two count uh price came back hits a low blow into a spine buster on the legos for the win uh the face versus heel aspect was sold so well by the crowd in commentary who was great all night this was such a fun match and these two went to war this is exactly how you finish a big feud like this very stiff as well check out ipw on their youtube page as far as i know that's the only uh way or the site that they constantly update um <clears throat> my mvp of the night was Derek wolf the heel 
walking out of a match, like I said earlier, it's it's just the simple things, like the mm. heat, creating heat. He he did such a simple thing, but it was so smart, and I loved it. He actually understood the rules. Like, wait a minute, I'm going to retain my title, and I don't have to wrestle. So, <laughs> boom. I mean, I, I loved it. Uh, MVP Derek Wolf, but please do uh, check out IPW on YouTube. Yeah, be sure to check them out. Uh, we'll give them shout-outs on the Twitter and Instagram page so you guys can follow them. Uh, we'll also give a shout-out to Derek Wolf as he was the MVP this week. So uh, show them some love. And, um, yeah, another uh, good addition. Fun segment. Fun segment, indeed. Um, so, Dylan, uh, what is your hot take of the week? All right, Kyle. My hot take this week is actually somewhat of a personal shot at you. Uh-oh. Not necessarily wrestling in general. Um, so I'm going to cut to the chase. For those who don't know, one of Kyle's favorite matches of all time happened at a takeover, I believe takeover New Orleans. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh, the, uh, uh, just the, the, the greatest ladder match of all time. Okay, go on. Yeah, well, Cody Rhodes and Sammy Guevara had a better ladder match. That's my hot take this week. <laughs> this Funny. was a better match than your favorite North American title match at that takeover. Boom. <laughs> Let's debate about it. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yeah, that's funny. Um, you, I had, absolutely... uh, you had a guy like Lars Sullivan who no one cared about. No one cared about Lars Sullivan, but he looked like a badass. Everyone knew Cody Rhodes and Sammy Guevara. You had Killian Dane and Lars Sullivan. And they were the two vocal points in that match. That is why that is the greatest ladder match, in my opinion, because it elevated the guy's who people didn't care about, and it made the guys like Ricochet, Adam Cole, EC3, and made them top tier because they dominated it. I, Dude, it, it, dude, it, I can't even say anything about it. It just was fantastic. Go, just go back and watch that cutter spot over and over again. I, I've seen top rope cutters from ladders all the time in indies. It's nothing new. <laughs> it's don't, nothing don't new. It. Don't see it on free TV. So, uh, it has happened on uh, NXT TV. Anyway, I like this match better than your North American title match. I knew it'd get under your skin a little bit. Um, so yeah, my hot take is not going to send shockwaves through the wrestling world, but it will definitely piss you off for the next week, and that makes me happy. So uh, my hot take this <laughs> week is CM Punk sucks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, very so personal hot, edition this week. <laughs> my hot take of the week, Dylan. Back to back weeks involving Impact Wrestling. Uh, we will give them a lot of criticism about them not signing the big names, but they did sign the Iconics, who are now the inspiration. Dylan, my hot this my hot take this week is that Jesse McKay and Cassie Lee since signing with Impact have been a complete dud and a total bust. Listen, people like these two in the ring. I specifically really don't, but Mm -hmm. people are really big fans of Peyton Royce or Cassie Lee, Mm -hmm. but they have not been great since signing with Impact. I understand COVID has put a damper on some of the plans, but Dylan, their matches really haven't been that great. Decay really carried those matches that they had on, especially Havoc. I'm not even going to say Rosemary. Havoc was fantastic in those. They're in a feud with Madison Rain and Tennille Dashwood. Listen, if I'm Impact, I'm putting the titles on Rain and Dashwood because I think they, right now, are the better team. 
Uh, their presence has not been great. And uh, I know it hasn't been a long time, but something in that women's tag division needs to change. It starts from the top. So I, I don't think they have been that great in that impact. So that's my hot take of the week. They, they have a good gimmick. I, I enjoy the, the characters, I guess. But in ring, I've, I've never been a big fan of them, to be honest. Um, they weren't great in WWE. I felt like they were kind of overpushed at times. Um, and Impact, it's just, uh, I think, I think this is just the perfect storm of ex WWE people. Let's see if we can generate some buzz. And don't get me wrong, like their debut in Impact, like it generated some buzz. But I'm with you. I'm just not. It's not clicking with me like it should. Um, and it's showing that it clearly wasn't a WWE problem. I don't think. And I don't want to come across as like too harsh when I say that, but I mean, you get what I mean? It's not like WWE dropped the ball here. I think WWE, I mean, made them the probably the biggest stars that they could become, Dylan. I don't, <laughs> AEW wouldn't do anything with them. And, I don't think so. You know, WWE, they made them tag champs just like Impact. I mean, Impact on the first night, which they shouldn't have, but right. um, because there needs to be a chase, and that's what WWE did. They didn't do a great job, but they made it a chase for them to get those titles, especially at something like WrestleMania. But mm-hmm. I, I, it just hasn't worked for me. So uh, that's my that's my hot take of the week. And you better believe I'm going to come with some fire for Dylan next week. I already got one. Oh, but, boy. Uh, Cannot wait. But uh, <laughs> Dylan is now – it's now time for the Royal Rumble reaction. As always, we will break down each match, grade it, and give an overall grade at the end of the show. I will do my best to get all the big moments from the Rumble matches, but it'll be very difficult. This is mm-hmm. going to be my first time uh, recapping one of these. We have a lot to uh, discuss, Dylan, so uh, are you ready? Go ahead. <clears throat> all right, so uh, we open the show with a match that I predicted earlier yesterday, Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins for the Universal title kicked off the show. Roman Reigns did retain that title by making Rollins pass out with the guillotine. Rollins had his hand on the rope after if, I mean, it was literally lifted by Charles, the referee, and then he just smacked it right on the rope, <laughs> and then he got DQ'd. Yeah. Um, also, after the match, Rollins was attacked by Reigns. Kind of, I guess not foreshadowing, but kind of backtracked when Seth Rollins attacked Roman with that chair. Um, mm-hmm. Don't I'm going to let you start because I personally didn't think the match was that special. No, and you and I were both excited for this match, thinking it would be the best match of the night. Oh, um, God. And your reasoning, I remember you, you texting me. You were like, Reigns-Rollins is going to start the show most likely. And I was like, ah, I don't know. World title match kicking off. It feels like they're going to book in with the Rumble matches. And you're like, why wouldn't you start with the best match of the night? And I was like, well, I see your point. And um, I don't want to say it was a dud, but it definitely disappointed. And I, I'm not a big fan of the finish. I mean, Rollins not tapping out definitely makes Rollins look good. But direction-wise, it doesn't make sense. Um, and we'll we'll explain why later. Yep. Yep. Um, so I don't know what's next for Rollins. I do want to talk about some positives. Uh, Rollins coming out in the Shield attire and Shield music through the crowd was a really cool touch because um, the Shield has been very prominent with this feud 
in all the promos and everything. So I thought that was a cool touch to try and get in Roman's head. That was kind of the big storyline moving in. Um, and then the powerbomb spot, I was like, dude, first match of the night, we've already lost an announce table. Like, I thought it was a sign of things to come of like, wow, this card's going to be incredible. This match is going to be a banger. Um, it just it just left a lot to be desired, to yeah. be honest, yep. for me. But um, I worry about Rollins moving forward. I'm not against the post-match attack. It was very reminiscent of when Rollins turned on um, Mox yep. and Reigns when the Shield broke up. It was the same exact setup. Chair to the back, just beat him up with the chair. Um, I thought that was a nice touch, but it's just very confusing at the same time. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you. Uh, the pace was slower than should have been, especially yeah. in a Rollins match. And the thing about it was Rollins was red hot early, so keep building that momentum, but they took it all away. Yep. Um, Rollins has a great sling blade. Man, dude, him and uh, – what's that boy's name? Balor. Whoo, Boy, yep. man, they, they got some good ones. Um, the spear into the pedigree spot didn't fully connect, but it was very creative, and I still really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think these two should have been at a bigger stage so they can tear the house down. Um, listen, I if you're not going to have this as the main event of the show, it should have kicked off because it should have been the best match of the night. But all we got was a decent match. Um, and it was because of the booking of the match. I am fine with the finish if Ron gets another shot soon. But as you said, we don't know with the result later in the night, which mm-hmm. we'll get to. Uh, don't what'd you rate it? Um, dude, it was it was honestly difficult to rate. I gave this a two point seven. Okay, I gave it a two point nine. So okay, right around the same. Uh, do you do you think that time constraints may have played a factor? I know it was the opening match, so you would think it wouldn't be. But with a show that you got to get through two rumble matches, which are easily going to take over an hour apiece, you think maybe that played a factor and why this wasn't as good as it could have been? Yes and no. Um, I think if they had a WrestleMania match, it would have been longer. Mm-hmm. Just, But since it was like a the Royal Rumble, when, you know, the Rumble matches are the highlights of the show. Right. So since Roman's not going to be that highlight, I think maybe that aspect took away from me a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. And some of the other matches just went way too long, which we'll get into Yep. So, the, the the time management the whole night, in my opinion, wasn't great, which we'll get to. Um, but, yeah, it's it shouldn't have been average, Dylan. It shouldn't have been average. The, mm-hmm. These two are at the top of their game. I'll even say Roman has been very good as of late. Yep. But it's just – it hasn't – dude, it, it just didn't click, and I don't know. One, but, of, the, one uh, of the few times I'm excited for a Roman's Reign, Roman Reigns match and um, was a little disappointed, not going to lie. And I thought Seth kind of carried the match in a way as well. Seth, but, uh, Seth looked better at, at moments, yes. Um, okay, Dylan, are you ready for the next match, the women's Royal Rumble match? Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> lot to talk about here, and then uh, I'll give Dylan the floor. I will go over the surprise entrance first. Um, Melina at two, Cameron at 13, which I predicted, by the way. Uh, Ivory at 18, Alicia Fox at 21, Molly Holly at 27. Mm -hmm. But the biggest shock, Dylan, 
well, besides the last one, which we'll get to, uh, 25 was Sarah Logan. And for those yep. that are not aware, I love Sarah Logan. Mm-hmm. I think she is the best one from the Riot Squad. I, I will always believe that. She's got an it factor to her. I just don't like the gimmick that WWE gave her, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Uh, the match itself was a Rumble match. You know, nothing mm-hmm. nothing too out of the ordinary. Uh, Sasha was eliminated early by Selena Vega, which kind of a cool kind of um, aspect there. Um, I was not expecting Sasha to be so early, but uh, I'm totally okay with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhea Ripley came out 16 and dominated. Uh, another note, Nixon Cruz or Nikki Ursh needs to be off TV. I just put her off TV. Just maybe if you repackage her, fine. You got to get her off TV because it's making this company more of a joke than it is. Like, just, just get it off. The Bell Twins made an impact, but Brie threw Nikki out of the match, Dylan, which yep. was a cool touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalia, I thought, was a warrior in this match, and she was in there forever. Uh, so Mickey James uh, yes. got eliminated really quick uh, by Lita. But I was glad to see her with her hardcore country team and the mm-hmm. Impact title. So, yes. uh, but she was in in there that long. Um, I, I she was in there for about fifteen minutes. I felt like I thought it, it felt like ten. But uh, we'll have to, we'll we'll have to see to, the number on yeah, that. We'll have yeah, we'll look it up. Uh, the big entrant, Dylan, of course, had, was twenty-eight. Ronda Rousey. The crowd popped. Um, big pop, and yep. she dominated really quick with four eliminations. Um, so the final four, Dylan. Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, and the surprise, possibly of the night, was Shayna Baszler coming out at number 30 and being in the final four. Uh, The Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey teaming was awesome, and I hope it foreshadows something in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, But, Dylan, before I move on, besides – so take Ronda out of the equation – when mm-hmm. you have Bianca, Charlotte, and Shayna in the same ring together, do those three feel higher than everyone else in the company? Like, those three feel like they are, without a doubt, the best women that they have, right? I mean, I mean, they should easily – I mean, I mean Bianca, uh, Bianca's no, just, treated that way. Charlotte just, is. Shayna should be. Ju- just take booking out of it. Okay. Those are the three, right? I mean, those are yeah. the three. Mm-hmm. Um, Star power's I, there. Exactly. Um, so uh, Shayna gets out. Bianca gets out right after. Uh, Ronda dumps Charlotte, and Ronda <clears throat> Rousey is going to WrestleMania, wins the Royal Rumble. As we got closer, Dylan, this started to get predictable, especially with all like the leaks and all the rumors about Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey at some point coming back. It was nice to see someone other than Charlotte win. But again, Dylan, this didn't build anybody. Liv Morgan lasted 37 minutes, but she didn't even do anything. She was selling the whole time, and she was eliminated by Brie Bella. Yeah, she so, got like two eliminations or something like that. So it's not, she was in there a long time, but she didn't have the best showing because booking, you know, why not? <laughs> It, it, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll go on. Uh, Zelina was out way too early. She eliminated Sasha. She should have been in there, I think, at least the final eight. But they, they got rid of her um, 
pretty quickly after the Sasha. Uh, Shotzi didn't do anything. She was out of 29, and she was up out of there as soon as uh, yep. Ronda got her hands on her. Aaliyah lasted longer than Shotzi did. And I just, Aaliyah had a good showing. But again, Aaliyah didn't do anything. She was just selling in the corner. Well, like th- yeah, That's fair. my thing. It's like... People are going to see this as like, oh, Liv lasted this long. Oh, my God, Leah lasted this long. But don't, they didn't do anything. <laughs> like, if you look at it and who they eliminated, they didn't do anything. WWE has no faith in anyone else but their stable names. And to be honest, I wasn't a big fan of this match at all. Um, I was, hey, look, I was very, very happy Shayna was in the Final Four. I was very okay with Shayna being number 30. But don't how big would have been if Shayna and Ronda teamed yep. up, got the other two together, and Shayna dumps Ronda, and Shayna wins the Royal Rumble. On the way to WrestleMania, Ronda picks up either belt, and that is a WrestleMania main. Dude, that is the match. Shayna, Ronda, because it's believable. But, of course, they're not going to do that because I have no stock of Shayna, but... That should be the match. Um, Natalia was fantastic. I give her a lot of guff because I don't like her gimmick. She was great. And she actually did a lot. She wasn't mm-hmm. just selling. She was at the forefront of a lot of it. I thought Lita was really good as well. Um, I could have been without the Alicia Fox, Molly Holly, and Ivory, and Melina. Or Melina was fine because I've always liked Melina, but Cameron didn't need to be in there. Um, I was very happy Sir Logan came back, Dylan, but uh, – it, it was just mid. <clears throat> I would so. have um I would have put Sarah Logan and Liv in my final six. Yes. I would have had them work together more. And one, Liv could have gotten a few eliminations, would have beefed up the stats a little bit, made the rumble appearance more impressive with the time that she was given. Make that I, I would have kept the final four the same. Put Liv and Sarah as the final six, and you know, then they're the first two out, and then it's down to the four. But I would have done Ronda and Shayna in the final two, just because yes. it's believable and it teases. Even if, even with Ronda winning, it teases that okay, this could be a feud that people could get their hands on, and 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 that they would love it, they'd gravitate to it. But so, if you wanted that swerve done, Shayna should have won. If you wanted to swerve, yeah, it, yeah. If you wanted to swerve, but obviously, I mean, they're gonna play it safe. I'm not against Ronda winning. No, I'm not either. I'm not. Either. It's it's better than. You know, getting the same two or three people that we always do. I it's guess. better than Charlotte and Sasha and Bianca. I just, I just wish they would have done Shayna Ronda in the final two as like a nice little tease of like, would you guys want to see this? I feel like the crowd would have been hot at the end of that match. Well, the the crowd, Dylan, as soon as they looked at each other, the crowd actually got hot. Yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping, dude, Shayna is so good. Just use her. They're not going to, yeah. but. Uh, so, Dylan, um, before we move on, uh, Liv Morgan actually finished with zero eliminations. Really? So she had zero. So she was in there 37 minutes and didn't get a single elimination. That, Dylan, that's my – that's and Aaliyah did not get an elimination either. So that is my reasoning. Your point, yeah. That's exactly my point, Dylan, is just because you last a long time, they didn't do anything. They were in the corner. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, they should have paired her with Sarah Logan more. Yes. Put them, put them each in the final six. They get a couple eliminations. It makes that Rumble appearance more impressive. Exactly. If you get, if you get the 37, close to 40-minute time mark, and you have three or four eliminations, like, ah, damn, like, hey, Liv, good, 
good shit. But nah. So uh they they did tease a little bit of a Ronda Charlotte match at WrestleMania. I'm not it's sure if you think that happens. I mean that's I, the that's the better match because I don't Becky, we're gonna get to Becky, but Charlotte and Ronda's gonna be the better match. Yeah, Ronda Becky, I think, is what they wanna do because the story is more in place there. But Charlotte Becky or Charlotte Ronda would be a better match. Yes. Yeah. So uh I, I'm not against Ronda winning Dylan. I'm really no. not. Um just have her a little bit more serious. Not even heal, just a badass face. You know what I mean? Yep. Um and please do something with Shayna because she even she wasn't even in there that long. She was one of the best parts of the match. So True. just just do something with her. And yep. uh things are gonna things are gonna look up. And you might even have a already better women's division than AEW if you use her. So uh all right, Don. So uh, the Raw Women's Title Match next. Piper Niven faced Becky Lynch. Oh wait, the- are, are we gonna rate the Rumble? Oh uh, yeah, can you go uh, rate the Rumble? I gave it a two point nine out of five. I gave it a three flat. Okay, so we're very very close. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So yeah, we're gonna go into Piper Becky. Uh. Next. Crowd was red hot, Dylan, for this match. <laughs> um, so uh, Becky Lynch retained her title with a rock bottom from the middle rope. Short and sweet, Dylan, this match was fucking awful. And if you have seen it, if you have not seen it, don't. The crowd could not care less about this match. This was not on Piper. Piper is very, very solid in the ring, especially with her selling. And she tried to put mm-hmm. those moves over. But someone like Becky and her size, it's just not believable. This wasn't believable at all. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Piper's so athletic, and they just don't let her be Piper. Literally. They don't let her be Piper. She's fantastic. There's just no chemistry. And Becky trying to carry this match down, I'm sorry, it, it didn't work. The size difference yeah. was a factor, but it just shows she's just not good enough to carry a match like this. I'm sorry. It did nothing for me, and I honestly hated it. Yeah, this this was a cooldown match. And this this felt like the match on the card that they had the least investment in, obviously. You put it right after a Rumble match in which Ronda Rousey comes back, gets the massive pop. The crowd's fucking tired. So, of course, they don't give a shit. And they also didn't give us a reason leading up to this match to give a shit. Yeah. I mean, she she lost every match... That she had on Raw until they had their triple threat, and then she become number one number one contender. It doesn't yes. make any sense. She loses to Bianca three weeks in a row. Then they put her in a triple threat match with Bianca, Liv, and then she and pinned she, Liv twice in a row. Yeah, and then she wins. Yeah, it's like it, that didn't make sense after Liv had pretty solid program with Becky leading into that triple threat. Bianca's a star, and Dewdrop, call her by her name. Um, she felt like the odd person out, and then she ends up becoming a number one contender. They didn't really give us a reason to care and didn't build towards it. It wasn't a great story going in, and the match itself was mediocre. I I did not rate this nicely. I like them both. I like Becky Lynch. I, I like Piper. Piper Neven, not Dewdrop. Um, but this match did nothing for me. What'd you rate it? Uh, one point three. I give it a point eight. 
Oh, Jesus, I at least gave it a point. Uh, I get a point eight <laughs> because of Piper. That's that. That's it. And right. uh, I love you, Piper. You are fantastic. It's not against you. I think Just, Becky's more the problem. It this was this was a product of poor placement on the card. I mean, it was it was treated as a cooldown match, and um, but the match just wasn't very good. No, the match wasn't great, and then the crowd not being into it from the start anyway. Yeah, because I think they were just too tired. Yep. Um. Yeah, it was just a perfect storm of disaster. Um. Okay, so we're gonna move on. WWE Championship match: Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Anyway, uh, to surprise. Or to some surprise, I guess besides Dylan and I, the the finish of the match. Well, I guess we didn't call this part, but we called the result. Uh, Roman Reigns came out, hitting Brock with the title. Bobby gets the three count, and Bobby Lashley is your new WWE champion, as Dylan and I predicted. Mm-hmm. The match itself was fine, Dylan, but nothing special. Um, I'm gonna let you uh, kind of go first here. Yeah, this is kind of like the Rollins-Reigns thing all over again. Another match that I was super stoked for that kind of fell short a little bit. Um, they hype this up as a dream match, and it really is. Um, these two should tear the house down, I think. Absolutely. And it kind of fell flat. It was There were a couple nice spots. I like Bobby going through the barricade. Yep. Um, that was fun to see the Bobby kind of no selling the Germans at one point was really cool. Um, you know, Brock doing his whole suplex city thing and Bobby just kind of bouncing up and then staring him down again. It kind of made it feel, it, it, it gave it that big fight feel. I think, mm-hmm. um, finish of the match. We kind of predicted something like this was going to happen at day one. Yes. Remember how we thought Paul was going to turn on Brock then, or yeah, and help Roman retain or whatever. Um, that's what we got here. Um, so it feels like they just kind of, with Roman getting COVID and everything, that's kind of how it fell. But I, I, I'm okay with the finish. I just wish the match would have been better. And how the match finished showed that that's what they cared about. Yes. More than the match itself. Yeah. So Bobby's win got overshadowed when it shouldn't have. You could have uh, done that post-match. Absolutely. Have, um, have, have Bobby win clean and then Roman come out and attack Brock or whatever. I mean, I would have been okay with that too. Um, I like how these guys are just tossing each other around. Yeah, That was cool. The Hurt Lock looked really funny on Brock. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> his but, face. Uh, dude, his face was just a tomato at that point. But yeah. uh, the crowd was hot at the beginning, but then it just kind of lost its steam a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, Dylan, I'm going to tell you why I didn't like the finish. Okay. So Roman came out, really confused me, and here's why. Brock was supposed to be the heel in this match. But he was the one that we felt sorry for. Yeah. Because Bobby was the heel in that spot, Dylan, because Bobby was basically given the title, and we're supposed to feel sorry for Brock because (laughs) he was costed his title by somebody else. That is why it really confused me, and I (laughs) personally didn't like the finish. The, The match was 
it was higher than subpar, but that's around where I thought it was. So um, I, I hope that that finishing sequence makes sense of what I was trying to say there. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it's great. it's it's wishy washy booking. Remember, he was a face against Roman. Then they book him as a heel against Bobby. I mean, I don't want to spoil because I know we're going to get to it, but he's going to be a face again. Yes. So, yeah, it's just kind of very odd booking. And then Bobby walks out smiling, celebrating, and, like, gets the, the, the hero's embrace. It's like, you did nothing to win it. Exactly. If, if Bobby would have made him pass out, oh, dude, that would have gotten a pop. From the Hurt Lock? That been a yeah, but, but we got Roman LOL, and uh, we're going to get uh, a certain match here, which we'll talk about later in the show. Uh, Dylan, before we move on, I want to give credit to Paul Heyman here. Um, mm-hmm. you, so you said there was a full turn. I kind of disagree because when, when you saw Paul give Roman the title to hit Brock, he was kind of hesitant. It was like he was and, reluctant. And his facial features were fantastic. It was like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? Like, I, I have to go with this guy because he's on, you know, he has the upper hand right now or he's going to Superman punch me in the next week. So I kind of have to go, you know, go with the guy who's standing tall. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that aspect, and I give him a lot of credit for the facial features. Uh, what'd you, what'd you grade it? I, I'm, I'm right at like a two point nine again. It was just kind of exactly. average, yep. average at best. Could have been better. I, I still enjoyed it. I give it a two point nine as well. Okay. So uh, we're running the money here. Um. Oh, my God. Uh, so, we had a mixed tag match. Uh, Edge, Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice. Um, to no one's surprise but Dylan's, Beth and Edge got the victory. And, mm-hmm. uh, Dylan, they tried so hard commentary. <clears throat> they tried so hard to get us invested in this. I, I, j- I didn't care about it. Some of the spots were fun, especially some of the double spots. Um, Reese was the heel, you know, hitting Beth with that purse, the foreign object, brother. Yep. Um, I did enjoy the Ms. Beth interactions, but this match should have been on Raw. Really wasn't anything special wrestling-wise besides the double spear. That was really cool. Um, they didn't really make Beth. They made her look really cool, and I loved her on the edge entrance. Dude, she was hyping everyone up. Mm-hmm. Really, really good stuff, but uh, that's all I really have doing for this match. Yeah, I mean, we did get Maurice delivering a Hurricane Rana at one point, which was kind of cool. Yeah, um, I thought the finish was really cool. The uh, the double, uh, what do they call the it? Glam- on the, the glam yeah, slam. The glam slam, yeah, the double glam slam at the end. Um, I thought was a nice little touch. It's about it. I mean, it's, yeah, there wasn't like, like, like you said, this could have been a match that was on raw and you know, I like all four people involved. You know how much I love the Miz and, and edge. And I thought Beth looked really good. And I thought Maurice actually did her role extremely well. She did. Um, she felt like kind of the odd person out of the four of them, but I thought she executed extremely well. I thought she looked really good. Um, as well as she could. have. Yeah. And, um, but this match again, it was just kind of poorly booked. And that's what, that's kind of what happens when you get these, these mixed tag matches, because, and here's why I say this, you can't like the flow is never really consistent 
because no. like the guys will will mix it up or whatever, and then you get the hot tag to you know the the woman or the other woman has to come in yeah yeah so that's that's kind of what happens with with these matches when they're not intergender where the you know guys and girls can wrestle each other that's just that's the product of it makes tag matches don't always have the best flow because you're constantly swapping in and out when you really shouldn't be you know what i mean like no i get it say like edge and miz knock each other down beth gets the hot tag well maurice got to come in and it takes all the way yeah, from that it, move. It, yeah, and it would have been Beth gets the hot tag, and then she just does a little comeback on the Miz. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for flow, that makes more sense. But how these matches work, that it's not how it works. So, so what'd you rate it? Ah, oh, God, this was hard to do. I gave it like a two point two. I I gave it a two point two as well. So yeah, should have just... been should have been so much better. And I know I got the prediction wrong. The reason why I picked Miz and Maurice is because. I thought it would lead to another match between the Edge and Miz. Is that I fucked up their names. Edge and the Miz. Mm-hmm. Um, but now Edge is what two and zero. Oh? Because yeah, you can't have another match. Yeah, you can't have another match. There's no reason to. Yeah. So uh, so it's just now we're poor booking. And Miz looks weak now. So I just I don't know, man. It's just it really didn't do anything for me. Um, yeah. Oh God, uh, the main event. Of the evening was the men's Royal Rumble match done. Royal Rumble. Um, I have a lot of notes here, so uh, you might be hearing my voice for some time. Um, so, like the women's match, I will go over some of the unannounced entrants. Um, Ridge Holland was at five. Drew McIntyre was at twenty-one. <laughs> um, I predicted this guy at 26, but Bad Bunny came out at 27. Shane McMahon came out at 28. And Bork Lazar, or Brock Lesnar, came out at 30. Um, So the match started with AJ and Shinsuke, and I mean, those two should have just went at it. (laughs) But they didn't. And AJ eliminated Shinsuke and Bobby Roode quickly. And I, why? Man, those three are some of the best talents you got. And two of them and a champion in Shinsuke is just an afterthought. Like, come on, what are we doing here? Another thing, Johnny Knoxville was a complete joke and should not have been in this Rumble. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry if you like him. I'm sorry if you were really happy he's there. He shouldn't have been in this match. <laughs> shouldn't have been. It, it just it shouldn't have happened. Uh, Omos... Got three quick eliminations. Um, so, uh, AJ Styles, um, who was Dylan's pick to win the whole thing, had a really good showing until he was eliminated by no other than Dylan's guy, Matt Cat Moss, following Happy Corbin eliminating Ricochet. <laughs> One of the <laughs> so one of the best entrants was three, and that was uh, Austin Theory. He he lasted in for a while. I don't know if he got any eliminations, but he actually had a big impact in the match. Um, so I was happy about that. Um, AJ was the one to eliminate Theory until he was dumped by Mad Cat. <laughs> Two things that I did not like, Dylan. So, 
this man deserves so much credit. So Chad Gable led a master plan to eliminate <laughs> Omos out of the Rumble. It was his idea. It was like, why don't we get him out? And then we're all the same size, and so we can go at it. But to no one's surprise, he gets dumped by Rick Boots, of all people. <laughs> a guy that also does not need to be on TV. <laughs> Secondly, why is Corbin and Moss getting such a big spotlight here? Like, it felt like those two were at the forefront of the match. Until Drew McIntyre came out and demolished him. Uh, uh, so, Kofi Kingston, Dylan Kofi uh, tried a spot where he launched uh, by Kevin Owens, tried to stay in the barricade. We have to call it like we, we saw it. It was a complete botch. A uh, very tough spot. It's not like Dylan and I could do that. I could. But, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was a botch, Dylan. And uh, that's, yep. that's how we have to see it, unfortunately. Um, the interaction with RK Bro was also awesome. I love the RKO spot. That was sick. Um, and Randy quickly eliminated former WWE champion Big E in minutes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you think he's getting another push, think again. Um, there was no reason to have Shane McMahon or Bad Bunny in this match. There's no reason to. As Bad Bunny had two eliminations. Yep. And then Brock Lesnar comes out at 30. LOL eliminates everyone. The final four. Um, I had, so when Dylan and I did our, uh, I guess, our predictions yesterday, um, I actually had Matt Riddle in my final four, and he was. Uh, it was Brock Lesnar, Matt Riddle, Drew McIntyre, and Shane McMahon. Uh, Riddle and Shane got dunked by Brock. Uh, Lesnar and Drew are the final two, and no one's surprised. Lesnar eliminates Drew with a uh, F5 out of the ring. That actually looked kind of cool. And uh, Brock wins the Royal Rumble and is going to WrestleMania to challenge Roman Reigns. Yeah. Back to the well. Besides Riddle, there's no one that looked good besides the joke characters. This did not elevate anyone, Dylan. And back to Roman Brock because that's all we can do. Uh, The AJ elimination... Really? The Damian Priest didn't make an impact. The mm-hmm. U.S. champion did not make an impact. Your IC champion didn't make an impact. Ricochet is nobody. Ricochet is just a guy. Cedric Alexander, Cesaro, and Finn Balor were not in the match. Why? Why was there so many tag teams? At the- to be honest, Dylan, there was... it just wasn't a good field. And that's what ruined it. No. And a lot of it was them... Announcing all of the entrants. Mm-hmm. And that's what really ruined it here. To be honest, Dylan, I didn't like this match at all. I honestly thought it was just very mediocre. I was very, very happy to see Drew McIntyre. Um, I hope he gets a little bit more time to heal and then gets a WrestleMania thing. But uh, I didn't like it. Um, I thought the women's one was better. I'm Not be much better, but it was. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah this is... <sighs> This one was disappointing. Um, after Brock lost the belt, it became a very predictable night of, well, Brock's going to win the Rumble now. Yeah. They they already set it up. And I, I remember telling you as we were watching it, I was like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they pull a swerve 
You don't need Brock to win the Rumble in order to do this match. Roman just cost Brock the title. There's your storyline. You don't need him to win the Rumble to set that match up. Well, LOL, that's what they're (laughs) doing anyway. Um, You could have had someone else win. You could have had an AJ Styles. You could have had a Kevin Owens who would have put on a good match against Bobby Lashley. Styles would be on a good match against Lashley. He was a no one too, Dylan. Kevin didn't do much. I wouldn't have been against Randy winning in his hometown and tying the record and getting his third Rumble and challenging Bobby Lashley. That'd be a fun match. We could have gotten McIntyre Lashley again, potentially. Um, I think Drew should have won. I I really think Drew should have won. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like other factors. You didn't need Brock to win to set that up. Yes. And I'm not even necessarily mad that Brock won. I'm more upset at how they mistreated everyone who should have been treated better. Um, Riddle being in the Final Four is great, but Randy wasn't. Randy was what fifth? I, guess. I think it was the fifth one, yeah. Yeah, so he was close, but like... No, he was the... sixth because uh, Bad Bunny lasted longer than uh, yes. Randy. Bad yep. Bunny was uh, lasted longer than uh, Randy Orton. Let that yeah. sink in. Yep. Um, Shane McMahon was in the final four, not Randy Orton. Um, AJ Styles was eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dylan, you need to go into, into your boy Madcap here. So when AJ came out number one, I'm like, well... My pick's not right. <laughs> but then, like, they made him look good. This was the opposite of the Liv Morgan thing. Liv was in there for 37 minutes but got no eliminations. AJ was in there a long time and had, like, what, three or four? He helped eliminate Omos. He was actually the reason why Omos got eliminated. Yeah. Because uh, he hit the, the forearm at the very end. So AJ had a good showing, had a great showing. Would have been believable if AJ would have lasted to the final five or six. It wouldn't have been one of those things of like, why is this guy still in? It would have been like, oh, God damn, it's AJ Styles. That's why this guy's still in. <laughs> but no, <laughs> they fed him. They fed him to. You got to say the name, Dylan. To that suspender wearing dickhead, Madcap Moss. <laughs> they made AJ Styles get eliminated. <laughs> By a guy who wore jean shorts and suspenders and fake Timberlands. What the fuck are we doing here? And then Ricochet, one of the most athletic people I've ever seen in my life. Ah, oh, yeah, no happy cordon to live. Man, my picks got destroyed last night. My they, final yeah. four prediction was Brock Lesnar, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and Kevin Owens. Brock was the only one I got. Brock was the only one I got right. I had Brock and Riddle. I had Stupid. I had Brock. I had Brock Riddle, Randy, and Big E, and they did not treat Big and E. At Randy all. came out what 28, 29? He was late. He was twenty nine. Yeah, so I was like, oh shit, Randy's gonna at least make the final four. I still got a shot at earning some points here. Nah, J.K. Shane McMahon needs to be in there longer. Yep. <laughs> So fucking stupid. Uh, but congrats to Brock. We're going to get Roman Brock again. Yep. Which is a fine match. Don't get but me we've wrong. Seen but it. like, God, you could have done, you could have gone so many different directions with the Rumble and set that match up elsewhere. Yep. You did not need him to win the Rumble in order to do this match. But uh, Brock wins, LOL. We're going to get Roman Brock main eventing probably both nights of WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to have, like, half a match at the end of night one. <laughs> uh, tune in night two to see the continuation. 
Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Or at night one could be uh, Bobby Lashley and uh, Madcap Moss for the title. So. I'm about to cut this recording off. <laughs> I mean, I'm dude, so pissed. Dude, I, listen, I am making my prediction. Next year, Money in the Bank, watch out for Madcap Moss. Because hmm. for some reason, Dylan. Stop it. They had him beat Kofi and beat or in eliminate AJ Styles. So, listen, we said the same thing about Nixon Cruz. Watch Mad Cat Moss possibly winning Money in the Bank next year. AJ's got to win Money in the Bank, right? No, it's going to be Corbin, probably. Let's move on. Actually, I'm done. probably will be Corbin. <sighs> Whatever. But, uh, Pissed. But, uh, Dylan, would you rate it? I put this right in the middle. It's a 2.5 out of 5. Yeah, I give it 2.4. So, uh, we're right there. Um, so, Dylan, would you like to give your overall uh, analysis, your match of the night, and what you rated it? Dude, I don't even know if I can give a match of the night. That's It's very strange. I know, I, I mean, know. God. So, overall grade out of 10, this was a very average show. Probably below it's, average. It's, it's frustrating because this is the um, paper... Oh, Premium live event. Ooh, Dylan, whoa. (laughs) This is the premium live event that I look forward to the most that WWE does. Um, And it disappointed. Yep. It it wasn't horrible, but it did not set the world on fire like it should have. I thought match of the night I'm going to give to the women's Rumble match. Um, Wow. I felt the crowd was more active in that match than they were the men's. Um, and that amplifies a rumble match because you need the crowd to be invested in what you're doing. Yep. Um, and I think with Ronda winning, the crowd was behind it more than with Brock winning. Yeah. Dude, um, the, the, uh, did you hear the WWE crowd booed Brock Lesnar winning? Yeah. And here's, here's the funny thing. So about the women's match, and I, I, I guess one of the reasons why I liked it more is because even though they teased Ronda Charlotte, there's also the ongoing – unfinished business between Ronda and Becky. So, so there's a little know. there's a little more unpredictability with Ronda winning. Yeah. Whereas uh, literally on the way off the air, they're like, if I'm Roman Reigns, I'd be terrified right now. They yeah. basically just said, well, Brock's picking Roman. Like Oh, everyone knew that already. Yeah. So it means Bobby's uh challenger will most likely be decided at Elimination Chamber. I would assume. We'll see what I don't happens. I know who that's gonna be. It could be Edge. It's that is more wide open right yeah. now, and I like that. I like the fact that the WWE title picture is still somewhat uncertain because we have two two and a half months to build towards WrestleMania. You don't need everything right now. You know what I mean? I would personally, I'd make it like a fatal four way and get some. You know, maybe get a guy like Austin Theory in there. Make it a ladder match. Fuck it. I'm, but uh, I mean, so what you uh, what you grade the show, Dylan? <sighs> I went. I'm going to go at a 5.1 out of wow. 10. So That's just above I'm average. Um, I'm going to be honest, Dylan. <laughs> this Royal Rumble was a flop. None of the matches were that good. And the theme of the night was back to the well. Uh, we didn't really elevate anybody. Uh, you said, you know, Liv looked really good. Did she? She was in yeah. there 37 minutes and she didn't get an elimination. Mm-hmm. A guy named Matt Cat Moss had more of an impact 
than guys like Shinsuke Nakamura, girls like Liv Morgan, girls like Lita, honestly, you know, girls like Bianca Belair, a guy named Madcap Moss, Dylan. Madcap. Have He's more... Posi- Position higher than Finn Balor. Finn Balor's not even on the, <laughs> on the show. <laughs> Dude, Madcap might be champion. Finn World. Balor can't even get into a 30-man match. That's how low on the card he is right now. What about Cesaro? Cesaro can't get on a 30-man match. And we had Bad Bunny. Bad and Bunny Shane. can. Hey, Shane McMahon's Final Four. Elite. Final Three. <laughs> God, he was Final Three, wasn't he? Uh Honestly, Don, this is one of the worst Royal Rumble cards in a while. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I didn't enjoy it. I actually gave it a 4.3 out of 10. I didn't like it at all. If uh, it wasn't for the Rumble matches, this would have my, been my like grade would have been much, much lower. This yes. might have been a 2. Because the actual like regular matches did not hold up their end of the bargain. Except Lashley-Lesnar, which was better than... Or it, it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but it was still enjoyable. Um, yeah. the, the rest of the card was a flop. If it wasn't for the Rumble matches, would not rewatch this show at all. I, I gave my match tonight to uh, Bobby Brock. So okay. I, I thought that was the, the match that I enjoyed the most. And um, I kind of, you know, had that big fight feel, like you said. So uh, mm-hmm. that's the Royal Rumble for you. Uh, so, Dylan, let's uh, go into the Dummy Yeah moment of the week. Um, it's pretty fitting that my Dummy Yeah moment of the week this week goes to WWE after what they gave us last night. Um, so, there was a report several weeks ago that Vince McMahon um, is prepared to release people to be released. It's one of those things where it's like, hey, we get it. If you're not happy here, go make yourself happy. You know, not to be a dick about it, but it's like, hey, they're unsatisfied. Let's let them go <coughs> satisfy themselves. See ya. Yep. Um, well, they completely uh, backtracked once again. Common theme with WWE in this episode. Um, Ali, Mustafa Ali, requested his WWE release. And this week they said, no, sir, we are not releasing you. And he so wasn't in just, the Rumble. Wasn't in the Rumble. Hasn't been on TV for <laughs> months. I think he hasn't uh, – I, I could be wrong. I think his last TV appearance was in October. Yeah. Possibly. Was it, so, was it the uh, Crown Jewel? Uh, possibly. I'm not quite sure. Um, so, Ali hasn't been on the show for months, wants to be released, and WWE once said, hey, if you guys want to be released, we'll release you. Go do what you want. <laughs> and then now they're being hypocrites and going, nah, never mind. This is the best place on earth. Baby, we got NXT 3.0 launching in a few weeks. Uh, Brock Lesnar's winning the Royal Rumble, baby. Finn you know, Balor, Roman. Finn Balor uh, 404 error, page not found. Uh, Cesaro, 404 error, page not found. But Brock Lesnar's winning the Rumble, baby. Come on, Ali, you know you want to work here. What the fuck are we doing? This man's not happy. Like, let him leave. You know, and I love Ali. I think he'd be better elsewhere. MLW, I think it'd be a good fit. Um, I disagree. You disagree? Yeah. Where, do. Where, where do you think he'd go? Ali's a an interesting one because his he's so ring, good in the ring. So he, he doesn't have a great character. No. And that's not all his fault. If I'm being honest, I think AEW might be the best place for him, Dylan, because he, he does that high flippy shit offense. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think actually AEW is where he should go. 
I mean, so. we'll see. Well, hey, guess what? He's not going anywhere anytime soon because WWE's refusing to release him. So, uh, and it's his own fault for signing that contract. But uh, all right. Uh, so my WM moment of the week goes to the SmackDown women's segment this week. Uh, Dylan, I'm not sure if you saw, but they had a segment that opened the show. Mm-hmm. Um, besides Shayna and Shotzi, this segment was so bad. First of all, the typical Charlotte promo, oh, I'm better than everyone else. Yes. Uh, Shayna came out, interrupted it. It actually got really good. Shayna was like, when we see each other in the final two, I'm going to be the one winning this time, not the other way around, and I'm going to break every limb in your body. How is this girl not – dude, how is she not at the top of this company? I I don't know. Anyway, uh, Natalia came out doing the same thing she always does. Um, Aaliyah came out, and she is just so annoying in this game. I can't stand her current character. Um, I literally just yawned when Sasha came out. I did not care at all. I literally yawned and was like, eh, let's watch something else. Um, Shannon makes everything in WWE better. She does. I, you can't deny it. She does. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shotzi was gold. But they had no stock in her. None. And besides that, though, it was just cringy. And it was just, it wasn't good. And that stuck out to me that you have two women who aren't utilized on the card but should be at the forefront when you have the, you know, four names that, you know, that either are always or like Ali and Natalia should be pushed down a little bit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then it's just Sasha. Sasha. I mean, it's, come on, man. Like, so, my dummy, I'm on when goes to the SmackDown Women segment. Uh, Shayna Baszler, fun fact. Uh, my early pick to win Women's Money in the Bank. Yeah. I think. Funny. I mean, look. I, I mean, she's. Yeah. You can, you can agree to disagree if you want, but. No, I. I the last, she needs the last to win. few weeks, she seen, they seem to be showcasing her a little more prominent. Like, the fact that she's even in that segment, she wouldn't have been months ago. You know what I mean? Oh, and she was in the And she was in the final four at the Rumble this year. So, I don't know. Maybe someone is realizing that there's something there, and I think giving her a Money in the Bank win, you've got six months to build that. Money in the Bank's not until early j- July. So, you've got some time to build her up and make it believable, but she'd make a great briefcase holder. Uh, should she win? Yes. Is she going to... No. Probably not. Uh, Nixon Cruz could be a two-time uh, Money in the Bank holder. So yeah, uh, her, her and CM Punk, the only ones who will go back to back. Oh my God! Could you imagine <laughs> that history? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, uh, Nikki Ash, the second person to ever go back to back Money in the Bank. The other one is CM Punk. <laughs> Wrestling fans would have an aneurysm. If so WWE's going to do it together. Yeah, WWE's they're going to be like. Gonna do it. She's better, brother. She's a hero. Um, also, a name to look for Money in the Bank. Shotzi sh- should be in that match. A name I don't want you to forget about, Dylan, and is my pick to win the Money in the Bank. I know it's a long time now. Liv Morgan? Lacey Evans is my oh, pick. that's right. She should be coming back soon. So, Lacey Evans should be coming back soon. I think that they had stock in her to win the title. Yep. So, I think she does win Money in the Bank. But we'll, we'll get to there. I'm reading Lacey Evans is most likely a post-Mania return. Yep. Um, but that'd be a perfect time. I mean, that gives you a couple months. And, like I said, Money in the Bank's in July. So, that'd be a good fit. 
<laughs> Liv winning. LOL. Anyway, <laughs> they, they they're not giving her any big matches. Oh no, dude, she's uh, dude. She got eliminated by uh, Brie Bella, and uh, she's also, so over. I don't get it. Yeah, but she's not that great. Anyway, uh, in my opinion, at least. Um, and also, Oscar was not in the match last night, so I, I don't even know where the heck she is at this point. Yeah, we should do a. Uh, we should run a list of who was not on the card at all. I know. I. It, I, I don't even. I, they could have done Io Shirai. They could have done Dakota Kai. They could have Mandy done Kel Gonzalez. But they could, we had Molly Holly. Could have done Cameron. Mandy Rose. Could have done Asuka. Could have done Finn Balor. We had Alicia Fox. Cesaro. Alicia but instead, Fox. we got Shane McMahon. Yep. I don't know. And Cameron. In Ivory. What a anyway. Name. Uh, Don, would you like to tell everyone what we're doing next week and get us out of here? Next week, we'll uh, we will have an interview with Brendan Devine. Uh, that'll be a very fun one. Uh, really excited to have him on the show. We definitely got to get our shirts, Kyle. Oh yeah, get that lined up. Uh, we've been talking to him for a little bit. He seems to be a big fan of the show, so uh, we're excited to have him on next week. And he's all over the Indies. I think specifically yes. in Texas. Mm-hmm. With MPW, if I'm not the Millennium Pro Wrestling, which I did a couple months ago, uh, mm-hmm. I think that's where he's at. And I believe he's still the world champion there. So uh, to have a, another world champion on the show like uh, Cameron Walker yep, is very awesome to have and really big for this show. So we this, got interview, really this interview, by the way, was all because Kyle shouted him out a few weeks ago in the indie segment. He caught wind of that. We got in contact with him, and he'll be on the show next week. So uh, – Another reason why this segment works. And then uh, before we go, Dylan, would you like to shout out someone that was in your DMs this week? Yeah, someone slid into the uh, We Just Talk Wrestling uh, Instagram DMs, uh, the one and only Brian Cage. Um, <laughs> did, I'm not making this up. <laughs> not making this up. You guys, bear with me. So um, we broke down Wrestling Revolver's show uh, Once Upon a Time in Iowa in which uh, Brian Cage wrestled Jonah. All I did was simply tag the man because I, for those who follow us on Instagram, the post was just the poster of that show and it featured a bunch of different wrestlers. So I tried to tag as much people as I could uh, to give them a nice little shout out. So you guys could go follow them. Brian cage was featured very prominently on the poster. So I tag them Um, about an hour, two hours or so go by. I'm sitting there on my couch watching one of my favorite TV shows, psych. For those who haven't seen it, go watch it. It's great. Never seen um, it. You're a hater. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sitting there watching TV, and my phone goes off. And I look down. It's an Instagram notification from the Brian Cage <laughs> saying, you guys hit a lot of things on the head. was a fun listen. And I'm like, did Brian Cage just fucking DM me? <laughs> so I reach out to him, and um, he, he, he responded, and um, – Cool dude. So uh, thanks to Brian Cage for giving the show a listen. Uh, we're massive fans over here, and um, hopefully one day we can maybe have him on the show too. That'd be killer. We'll see hey, what you happens. Should, you should tweet at him to uh, be on the show. So uh, tweet, tried. Instagram, DM him, whatever you got to do, everyone listening. Let's get Brian Cage on the show. Yeah, drop, drop comments on this post. If you want Brian Cage on the show, let's tag him. <laughs> dude, that whoo. Man, that would be uh, – I, I have loved Brian Cage for so long, I would go bananas. But, uh, Dylan, that's all we got for this week. Thanks for listening to this point. We're a little – actually, a little harsh in this episode. So We um, were. We're really nice. That's why I wanted to end on a high note. But, 
That's all we got for this week. We'll see everyone next week with Brendan Devine. We got some really cool stuff coming up. So uh, we'll catch everyone next week. And we are on the road to uh, the unofficial WrestleMania. Dude, it is not called WrestleMania Elimination. <laughs> well, that's what we're going to call it, brother. I'm <clears throat> So we'll see everyone next week. Brian K should have won the Rumble. That should have been awesome.